Yeah. Goat road to get your load in. Mm. Mm. Very Middle mm. Eastern. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, shards. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Can I get a Let's go. Let's not go. Let's just hang out and chill. Man. Hey, welcome to the Glass Bottom by the GBP for 420. Our 420. Your four other some uh, number. It's our 420, and what a day it's been. Uh, a lot going on. Up to my left, Rob. Rob, what up? Hi. Hi, Rob. Where's your beautiful cat? I don't see it anymore. Right behind me. You're just not looking hard enough. I'm look- oh, oh, he's on your headrest. Oh, Billy Ray Osiris Rex. So warm and sweet. Good to see you, Rob. Shards, top right. What's going on? Chilling. Did you celebrate 420? I know you didn't, but you wanted to. Did you celebrate some 420? I celebrated in my heart. Oh, well, that's <laughs> the thing you saved from plaque and uh, well your lungs too you celebrate in your lungs well we're here episode 25 of the wait this ain't episode 25 this episode 15 (laughs) damn how high are you (laughs) oh dude oh yeah oh he said uh here take these and i did and uh he's like not all of them man just one of them you know (laughs) you know what i just thought of what did you just thought of other shows are going to like have their 420 day out today. Mm-hmm. And ours is going to be on Monday. Yeah, so in but... in true high fashion, uh-huh. yeah, we're doing dude. it right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, it's always good to circle back, man. Cheech and Chong, thank you very much. I do a good Tommy Chong, man. I don't do Cheech, but I do Chong. And I love Tommy Chong. You remember how he got railroaded by the federal government for making bongs he didn't even make them his name was just on them <laughs> i know and they like completely wrecked him financially what? tell me this story well man it's been a while <laughs> uh, but uh like i'm gonna pretend i'm tommy chong uh so you know I uh, went into partnership with this company, man, and they made glass, you know, real fine artistic glass, dude, you know, and uh, the feds, man, they like set me up and wiretapped me because, you know, this was like back in the George W. Bush era, maybe, or uh, whatever. And anyway, so they raided my warehouse where we make the, well, my, the company makes glass, man, and they took me to jail because like they found a stem or a seed or something i don't know you know so i went to jail for a while i had to spend all my money on stuff <laughs> what that's what happened y'all can google it he got framed and railroaded by the feds he was going to be the poster child to put the final death knell in uh in marijuana and it backfired because i think he ended up getting vindicated and they took all the shit cost him a lot of money but yet they had nothing yeah so Here's a Tommy Chong on 420 because feds. Cheech went the other way. <laughs> Cheech uh, from Cheech and Chong went the other way where he was like, went to Hollywood, made movies and TV shows and just like, hey, man, I'm not that guy anymore, man. You know, that was back in the 70s, man. It's not me. 
Tommy, man. He's like, yeah, man, that's what I do. You know? So Cheech sold out. Tommy Chong got railroaded by the feds and Florida is still locked down on the uh, herbage. That's where we're at with the herbs. When you guys were kids, you know, uh, nothing worked for me. Oh, God, I got to get out of there. Get out of there, Tommy. Get out of there. <laughs> uh, I had some friends. My, one of my best friends, his parents were very religious, and they kept him under the tightest leash ever. And guess who the biggest drinker and pothead was? Redacted. Yeah. His parents squeezed him so hard, he slithered their fingers. But all my experiences as a teenager with weed didn't work. I was into Mickey Big Mouth and uh, just alcohol but my friends seemed to get something out of it i didn't get it the best i ever got was tunnel vision once and i was like well this is interesting but not cool so that's i didn't go that direction but you gentlemen may have had different experiences uh rob plus or minus uh plus shards plus or minus a plus plus i don't know if we talked about this another podcast but for uh reasons we're talking about similar today shards he rolls lumpia with his mixed American history <laughs> and breakfast burritos. He comes into work with a goddamn breakfast burrito that's rolled so tight. I used to tease him like, I hope you didn't swaddle your baby. If you fucking, <laughs> if you wrapped your baby like that, you're a murderer. I, I've never seen anything so tight between lumpia and breakfast burritos. I can't even imagine what it'd be like to hang out with shards back in the day. It must have been fucking epic. Shards. Yeah, dude. You know, the saying is they run a tight ship. Man, I rolled a tight spliff. Not only did he run a tight spliff, he got so bored rolling tight spliffs that were so tight that they probably burned so smooth that his friends got spoiled. He rolled an airplane spliff. Can we talk about that? <laughs> I did do that, dude. Let me see what I saw it. I don't even appreciate that kind of artwork, but I was like, my own. Amazing. Tell him about it. Yeah, so uh, one day... Back in the day when I used to indulge in the finer things, uh, I got really good at rolling joints. I can attest to that. Like it was my specialty. I could roll the prettiest baseball bat you ever seen. Damn. And it would be a slow burn, bro. Was it called a Sheboygan Slugger? <laughs> it should have been. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. Been. All right. Rob, did I ever show you the airplane that I rolled? No, no. Well, it's a work of art. So I, I started getting into trying to just see what kinds of things I could roll <laughs> besides just these these pipes. And uh -huh. uh, I thought about rolling an airplane, tried to construct an airplane. Like someone someone had <laughs> turned me on to this other, call him like a joint artist, who would make... A like, joint artist? <laughs> yeah, they would make art with joints. So I was like, oh, let me see if I can... Uh, if I can do this, and I made like a prop plane with uh with joints. What? He did. He made like a Piper. No pun intended. He made a Piper Cub. <laughs> it was amazing. It's a work of art. But even like, more than the Piper Cub, propellers and everything. Oh yeah. Did they spin? You could After spin you them. Smoked yeah. it. <laughs> you smoked it. Well, so have you ever have you ever seen Pineapple Express? Yeah. So yeah, the, yeah. so the first time I thought about joint art was when they showed the the cross joint the cross, which yeah. which i've also rolled before well of course <laughs> every everyone does that you know you gotta try that one but so then i wanted to start exploring with other things and that's when i came out with the plane uh look at this though this is something i oh my god <laughs> so like if you drop that on japan in world war ii it'd be called a fat boy or uh yeah wow <laughs> Woo! 
And then here's the the plane. A what propeller. Roll a <laughs> <the> propeller. <laughs> this is the coolest shit I've ever seen. Oh, oh my god. Where do you start? Boy, to be friends with you and Sheboygan back then, that would have been a good time, Charles. Holy shit. Post those. <laughs> yeah. Wow, man. Yeah, I'll throw them up on the gram. Put them on the gram under glass bottom pod at the Insta. Yeah, Shard's done some amazing stuff back in the day, but he's completely uh he's completely changed now. Yeah, he I'm, still surfs sober. So. Yeah, he's I can attest that. He's sober, he's clean, and he surfs. And uh boy, the talent though. Now he takes it out on fucking lumpia and breakfast burritos. <laughs> and the world the world of stoners has lost a true artisan. It's like yeah. Mi- oh, Michelangelo. No. <laughs> Michelangelo saying, I don't want to paint anymore. I'm gonna paint houses instead. I'm not painting chapels. Yeah. Any stories like that for you, Rob? Fuck. No, I'm just any uh, uh, homemade Bible paper. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. That's so wrong. It's really good paper though. It is good paper. <laughs> is there a chapter that's better? Like is Paul better than uh Ephesians or like what do you do, I man? I, I think we went to page six hundred and sixty-six just, <gasps> just because. Oh, the Bible? This is getting too deep, too well, I fast. mean, to be fair, it was the Book of Mormon, so does it really oh, count? Oh, no, yeah, no. I thought you said a Bible, not a comic book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said that. You guys are richer than me. You're more powerful than me, but come on. Come on. Well, Utah, man. Utah checking in. Uh, do they put Book of Mormons like in hotels and shit? Like if you rent a cheap hotel and... Salt Lake City, is there a Book of Mormon in the in the God? I feel like I have a faint memory of that. So is that maybe? where you got the papers? Like they must have been omnipresent that way you no, got rolling with it. That shit is omnipresent just because it's Utah. <laughs> I'm surprised like, that John Smith didn't write that into the scriptures, quote unquote. Like I found these gold tablatures and next to him was this plant, man. That really helped me talk to the angels, man. (laughs) John Smith missed an opportunity. That might be a cool religion if you can have multiple wives and get stoned. That might be a cool religion. Yeah. What, you think he looked in that hat sober? (laughs) The fact that he was looking into a hat at all begs the question (laughs) whether he was sober. Oh, man, you got to read between (laughs) the scriptures, man. Like you're looking at John 316, but it's John 316 and a half, dude. (laughs) Yeah, man. Maybe he did that. Now Mormonism makes a little more sense. He was into the herbage and maybe some mushroomage. Damn. Perhaps acid. He was tripping on something. He had to. He was probably on all the good stuff. He must have been on all the good stuff. Oh, him. He was probably took a whole thing of nutmeg and just. (laughs) Nutmeg? Yeah. Go on. uh, You've never heard that? That nutmeg has hallucinogenic effects if you eat enough of it. I think we all know that I am not tuned into any of this. So, no. Nutmeg, huh? I put it in my apple pie moonshine, but uh, no additional damage, you know. Uh, uh, you know, that's the greenskeeper from Caddyshack. Oh, you know, the pool, the pond. Uh, uh, it's a hybrid between Northern California, Centimia, and uh, Kentucky bluegrass. You see, you can play 18 holes in the morning and then uh, uh, go home and get stoned to the bejesus belt. Bill Murray. <laughs> the Jesus belt. <laughs> Bill Murray. Well, 
uh, our final tribute to 420 is we have uh, the sound from the video. Or you guys can bring this up. Let's uh, let's bring it up. One of you guys knows how to bring it up. Bring up half baked ten best quotes, and let's play half baked ten best quotes YouTube video, and uh, as an homage to our friends in the 420s. Great movie. Half baked. Here we go. Number ten. Jamaica man. mercy. Right near the beach. Boy. <laughs> hey girl, you hungry? Fuck you, nigga. <laughs> I'm so let's talk to the horse here. <laughs> Guess we. I don't do drugs. To understand what happened to Killer, you gotta understand. Who <laughs> Look at Chappelle. Was. Yeah, man. Number <laughs> We've been saying that for years at work. Hurry. Jim Brewer's best out, moment. Man. All I want to know is who's coming with me. Yeah, man. I'm Yes, Cuban B. It's not a drug. I used to suck dick for coke. <laughs> Addiction, you ever suck some dick for marijuana? <laughs> <laughs> you have smoked yourself retarded. You have smoked yourself retarded. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Hats off 420 to uh half baked. What a show. What a movie. All right, it's housekeeping. A movie. It's a fantastic movie. Last week I said that old people were blue hairs driving in Florida. No, we call them Q-tips. Some people call them blue hairs. They're called Q-tips. So that's uh, that was a mistake on my part because they look like Q-tips from the back. What would have made them blue hairs? Well, you guys are too young to remember this, but a lot of older ladies back when I was a kid, like most people's grandma, when their hair went white, they would dye it like this very faint blue. I don't know why. Can't explain uh... it. Maybe I've it was in that. the shampoo. I don't know, but uh, if you look, <laughs> I, don't th- I don't think that that's shampoo. I really don't think that shampoo, man. But uh, but they were called uh, blue uh, Q-tips, not blue hairs. That was my bad. Uh, the next uh, housekeeping is I learned why cab overs are gone. I should have remembered this because I was there when this happened. Cab overs are gone because America went from overall length of an entire trailer and truck into just a trailer they went to a 53 foot trailer maximum and they didn't care about how much how long the cab of the truck was the tractor some people have super sleepers which i've been in some super sleepers that people had that were just better than my house like they had the shit nailed down however their truck was so goddamn long like making a small turn is next to impossible but they good drivers know how to overcome that when you're backing into a dock so cab overs just appeared because they were an attempt by uh, the trucking industry to say, fuck the driver. Let's put his ass right over the front wheel. So every bump goes directly into his spine and his diminished glutes and narrow <laughs> urethra. And that's why they did the cab over. You're sitting directly over the front wheel. The motors belittle you, heating up your cab and making it noisy so your ears go bad. 
And once America said, we don't care how long your truck is. It's about how big a round, baby. No, they said how long your trailer is. Sorry about that. They got rid of cab overs. But guess who still has cab overs? Europe. You damn right they do. Because Europe has all these old roads that were made just wide enough for a, a cow's ass and an ox cart. And uh they have to keep their shit short because their roads are made not for cars like America and trucks like America. We're babies compared to them. You have to be able to fit down these goddamn goat roads to get your load into, ooh, to get your load into a distribution Whoa. center. Yeah. yeah. Goat road to get your load in. Mm. Mm. Very Middle mm. Eastern. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, shards. <laughs> Woo. I was going to throw in a kicker of something moist, but then you take it to the Middle Eastern, there's nothing moist there. Now that we're on a sidebar, can you imagine being in the middle of the Saudi Arabian desert where it's 600 degrees and it's zero humidity? How do they make babies, man? There's no moisture. There's nothing. Well, they... Oh, well... But yeah, still, get rid of that one. Doesn't it take? <laughs> <laughs> I'll stand by that one. I There's just a don't long bleep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there we go. They do something because wow. Plus the smell, since hygiene is in a minimum, you've got us on a good sidetrack. Hygiene's in a minimum. Temperatures are maximum. Humidity's at a minimum, and they still have to make little babies. How do they do that? Oh my god. It must be like it must be like sanding a a dowel, one grit sandpaper, <laughs> sanding a dowel. Like let's make this four inch dowel into a quarter inch dowel. Rah, rah, rah. I don't know how they do it, man. <laughs> oh, I forgot where we're at. Size where are we? Too. What are you I doing? Lost. Oh, I'm just sanding the dowel. Just sanding the dowel. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all the shavings. Heyo. Oh, well, anyway, that's what's up with cab overs. Uh, and then when I talked last week about the Mercedes next to me locking up its brakes so it didn't careen into my truck and spin me in front of a truck, I realized he didn't lock up his brakes. That fucker had analog brakes. And my kids' cars have analog brakes. So when, when you tell a kid nowadays, like, man, did you lock up your brakes? They'll be like, what do they say? I haven't done this with my kids. They go, what do you mean lock up your brakes? You can't lock up your brakes, asshole. There's a computer not locking up your brakes. When I was a kid, it was like, I locked up my brakes and we locked up our goddamn brakes. So maybe next week I'll report on when I ask my kids like, hey, have you ever locked up your brakes? I'll tell you what they say. But that Mercedes did not lock up its brakes. It braked very hard and there was no lockup where he lost control like we used to do in my 68 Mustang Fastback. And then our assholes would grab the fake sheepskin seat covers and we would grip the goddamn steering wheel so hard that our fingers were stuck in it that doesn't happen anymore it's a lot so of asshole strength <laughs> well it's adrenaline rob when you're when adrenaline pumps <laughs> when adrenaline pumps all your all your muscles including your sphincter get very very strong i've heard stories where mom's cars have rolled and their baby was stuck inside and they had so much adrenaline that their asshole gripped the car and rolled it over and saved the baby <laughs> with their with their sphincter <laughs> They pulled their babies out with nothing but the strength of their asshole. Yep. <laughs> Suck. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's a fact. I may have the muscle group wrong. I may have the muscle group wrong, but I think that really happened. I'm pretty sure that happened. Oh, Jesus. Well, besides 420 being, uh, what did you, what is it called? Shards happy 
Holoblaze. Happy Holoblaze. Did you bake anything for Happy Holoblaze, man? Besides yourself, dude. Yo, B, I baked a cake and my brain. Oh, anyway, <laughs> today the world has changed. It's 420, 2023, and the world has changed. Why? Because Elon Musk got that Starship rocket off the pad. And this ain't a space podcast or a sports podcast or a weed podcast, but today it is. But the world has changed, gentlemen. That ginormous monster, bigger than a Saturn V, got off the launch pad and most of the way to orbit before things went wrong. And if NASA was... Oh, it blew up. Well, they blew it up. Range safety has... Once it gets off track, they have explosives planted in it and they blow it into small pieces. But it failed spectacularly. It got up there. It was doing this maneuver where it was going to flop a little bit and then kick off the second stage. And it failed, but it started doing flips and tumbles. It was pretty cool. I implore everyone to watch it, whether you like space or not, because your world has changed. Can you imagine this privateer dude who's not even really like a government? He's doing this incredible spaceship. Imagine what China and Russia and India are thinking. They're like, this is a guy's company and he just did this. We're a nation full of billions of people and we have this bottle rocket thing that dumps in the ocean every time we launch it. And this guy has this. The world has changed and that thing is incredible. Within a year, they will have an orbital one. They don't fuck around at SpaceX and hats off. Good job, SpaceX. People, probably the news media is like, well, it was a failure. It blew up. But just the fact they got it that far. NASA would have taken 20 years to get that far. And it is spectacular. It was amazing. It psyched me up. We watched it at work. Shards, you didn't watch it. You were at your bench just doing work. Like, what's up with that? Well, it was 420, so I was just kind of in my own head. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Rob watched it. You're not a space junkie. What would you think, Rob? I was. I could not get enough. I think that amount of power was kind of insane. The most Speak- power ever engineered. Speaking of insane, yes, you're right. Uh, I'm kind of disappointed in the young 21-year-old engineers that designed the launch pad because this rocket basically consumed its launch pad. The tower's still there, but all this concrete and all the stuff that's supposed to divert the heat and the flames basically got cooked into uh, rubble, like the Roman Colosseum. It looks like it took off on the Colosseum. <laughs> I'm sure Elon ain't happy because he's got all these rockets lined up. He's He's not just built one. He's been building many of them. So he's got all these rockets lined up, you know, to launch a month apart. And now these 21-year-old kids are in a conference room and Elon's going, how did our launch pad turn into rubble, boys? Well, I don't know, man. You know, we thought we had the numbers right. You know, we did the calculations on MathCAD and on uh, SolidWorks. And, you know, it all seemed... He's got to be fucking furious that he's got this trillion-dollar program and his rocket just destroyed the bottom of his launch pad, and no one knew this was coming. Can you imagine a fuck up that big? We we see fuck ups all the time. Can you imagine a fuck up that big? Not only did they blow up the rocket, but they blew up the launch pad too. Yeah, the rocket's already replaceable. It's like a shark's tooth. They had another rocket ready to roll up there. However, now the launch pad is rubble, and it's going to take them a while to fix that shit. So Elon Musk probably was happy, and then because he's like got Asperger's and he's pretty focused. People are like, congratulations, we look what we did. He's like, you know, we can't launch for probably a year now because the launch pad turned to rubble. Bring me the 12 and 15-year-old engineers that did this. Wow. <laughs> so hats off to SpaceX. They did something incredible today, and there's no getting around that. The next housekeeping is 
useless superpowers. I forgot one of my best useless superpowers. And if you guys thought of another one in the previous week, let me know. Everyone knows they have a beak. They call it a beak, right? My nose is a bit large. Oh, a bit is putting it very kindly. Mm. <laughs> mm. Man's okay. got a fatty liver and a fatty nose. <laughs> <laughs> and the nose is going to kill him first. Okay, I have a big beak. I have a proboscis. And I suck a lot of air through it, even when I'm not going on the internet podcast. But my other useless superpower, and it's kind of useful. Breaking your nose before you touch your dick on the wall. Mm. <laughs> oh no that's rob yeah that's me i think it's both of us but that's why my that's why my nose is kind of sideways i've just tried it over and over again i just can't get it right uh i could hit my nose on the wall and then keep walking for about 45 minutes and then my my penis would touch just so you know. <laughs> but that is not in any way to disparage the length or girth and or girth of my wee wee as we call it in bed it's to say that my beak is that big <laughs> yes i have a big beak so anyway i walk through a parking lot and i can smell like i How walk long by after your beak made it through hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. well it's it's funny because it's true thanks homer uh my beak gets everywhere five minutes before i do but i walk through a parking lot and as i pass each car i sniff and i can smell like yep he's got a coolant leak mm, burning transmission fluid nothing wrong with that car i'm like a bloodhound uh this car has coolant and oil leaks and a tire that's low i can smell hot rubber like that is a superpower i possess i can walk by cars like a drug dog and tell you what's wrong with the car and I'm pretty proud of this one because when it's my own cars, I get out and I go, oh, fuck, I got a coolant leak or a burning oil. Brakes are hot. Mm, you smell that? My front brakes are hot. Let's see what's going on. So that's my useless superpower. That's probably my most useful useless superpower that I have. Did you guys think of any in the interim or you guys are happy with what you gave us last week? No, I'm not that interesting. Yeah, you are. Come on. I can still roll uh, sandwich bags <laughs> <laughs> like they oh. have product in them. <laughs> yeah, that should have been your lead superpower, Shards, what you can do with your rolling technology. Do you want to tell the story about Lumpia rolling with your family or like you want to keep that quiet? Uh, so, <laughs> the, so my I family. Can tell it in a PG way if you want. My family is uh, is Filipino, and we have lumpia rolling parties. I love this story. And this is so him. <laughs> I'm with my uh, I'm with my family. You know, my my brother and his wife, and my wife and my mom, and mm -hmm. my stepdad, Bless her heart. and, and Bless we're rolling heart. lumpia. And hang on, sidebar: a lumpia is like a Filipino egg roll. Yeah. In case you don't know. Yeah, just so a little bit. It's smaller. It's smaller than an egg roll. Which puts it more in your wheelhouse. Yeah, okay, and exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's right in my wheelhouse because of the size. <laughs> and uh, I'm uh, rolling these lumpia and I'm looking around and I'm looking at my, my wife's lumpia and I'm looking at my, <laughs> your mom. my, my mom's lumpia <laughs> and I'm looking at mine and she's she's looking at mine and everyone's just staring at my lumpia because I have this plate of like perfectly rolled lumpia mm. and... Uh, Someone had asked me why I'm so good at rolling lumpia. Go and on. Basically, I said I just I have a lot of practice rolling things. 
<laughs> and they left it at that. <laughs> My wife nudged me, and I'm just like, "Sorry, dude." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my mom's looking at me like I know she caught on. Like she had to know what I was talking about. But well, didn't you say your dad was a bit of a hippie kind of guy? Like you know, you know. You ironically, I learned how to roll lumpia from my dad, who was a big hippie. Uh-huh. So my dad, white, not a uh, not Filipino, but he grew up in the seventies, and he had uh, <laughs> he he his senior year was the bicentennial year. And yeah, their yeah. bicentennial yearbook, the the middle centerfold page or whatever you call it, is a two page spread of how to roll a joint. So like, <laughs> yeah, man, <laughs> this is where it comes from. And so he taught me how to roll lumpia. And if it ain't tight, it ain't right. If it ain't tight, it ain't right, baby. That's such a great story. And he brought some lumpia to work and actually gave me a few. And I'll tell you what. That shit was world class, and I'm an I'm I know nothing about this, but I can spot. Holy talent. shit! I forgot all about giving you lumpia. Oh yeah, they were rolled <laughs> so tight. Like I think like I chipped a tooth. Oh yeah, shards gave me lumpia. Yeah, but it cleared up. I just put some salve on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You know, I had to wipe carefully for a month, but the salve <laughs> cleared up my lumpia. <laughs> hey, but. Lumpia was delicious and I loved eating it. So it's okay. Well, I watched a few old movies this week that I want to recommend to the world. And also I want to, I'm going to bring the DVDs, which will take me what 75% of five years. I think that's like two and a half years, three years. I'll bring the DVDs to the boys, Shards and Rob, because I know neither of you has watched either of these movies. Have either of you seen the great movie Beer League with Artie Lang before his nose collapsed from heroin snorting anybody see that movie no no oh it's a great movie it's filthy dirty but i recommend it to anyone who likes funny movies and doesn't care about things being a little over the line beer league by Artie lang from the early 2000s i'm going to try and distribute it to shards and rob i don't know if shards can watch it he's a family man but maybe you can i also don't have a dvd player wait what everyone on earth has a dvd player right (sighs) Man, I haven't had a DVD player for... Okay, good news. You don't have like an Xbox or a PlayStation? No. You got a Wii? Oh, he's got a Wii. Oh, you I got a, a Wii. I have a Switch. Switch. There's no DVD player in a Switch, is there? It's all digital. No. Oh, well, good news, boys. I have the VHS copy, too, so we're covered. Oh, I got <laughs> one of those. You do? No. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you blew my joke. But, uh, okay, well, that's problematic. Well, to you, the listener at home or in your truck cab or your cubicle, please, it's streaming now, as a matter of fact. That's how it came to my radar, was it's streaming now on Hulu, I believe. And that is an old, overlooked movie. It was an independent movie. There's lots of famous people in it, like the Karate Kid, Ralph Macchio, as I call him. Hey, yeah. He did the crane kick, remember? Cobra Kai, anybody? Mr. Miyagi, nobody? I think William Zapko was the actual Karate mm. Kid and... That is so you. Go on. Tell me. <laughs> Ralph tell Macho me how shows up. Tell I mean, me how Ralph Zabko, the 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 prim and proper preppy white kid, is the hero of this movie. He's the one. He's the me. one who 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 was doing karate since he was a kid. But you obviously, know, he, he wasn't he got doing an it right. Abusive family, and and he gets brought yeah. under the wing of of the sensei at 
dojo cobra kai and and he goes through all that stuff and he works through the ranks and he gets through the tournament and it's just a, it's a tragic ending where he loses to some mm. some nobody kid who just started okay but he's like the darth vader right like he may have that yes he had a troubled childhood he had a problematic life he he put in the sweat equity but his heart was dirty like did i buy into the hype like he's a bad kid that just didn't have any empathy, right? Didn't did the I... karate kid cheat at the end? No, he did a, a, he did a crane kick. He was an illegal kick. It was not illegal. The ref said he won. He won. He kicked it. He blew the new guy's no. ACL out, but he did like the crane kick, and Mr. Miyagi was happy, and I was happy. His girlfriend, she was hot. She was she was happy. Oh. No, I'm pretty sure that was illegal. Anyway, the the Karate Kid is a tragic story of Johnny Lawrence going through the ranks as a kid, mm, learning actual family. karate and then losing in the tournament at the end. Oh, that is so shards. You know who else that is? <laughs> I don't have a code name for him, so we'll just beep his name. He used to work with us. He loves he loves Star Wars, but he has a he's darker than all three of us combined. He's like dark matter, a sun full of dark matter. He loves Star Wars as I do. And he came to me one day. He's like, you know, Star Wars is about this. And he framed Star Wars from the other side, a duly elected empire government overthrown by ruthless rebels that assassinate people. <laughs> and like it, The way he laid the Star Wars out from the other side blew my mind. And I swear to God, I think about every time I play Star Wars, I think of him laying out what like these guys were terrorists. They were domestic terrorists. Everything was settled, and these guys came and started killing people and blowing shit up. Like, uh, I think you just Star Wars Karate Kid. <laughs> I mean, think about they it, though. Jo- Johnny Lawrence, abusive family, uh, gets, gets his girl stolen by mm-hmm. some, some new kid. From Lo- Jersey. Loses. Oh, yeah, from, from Jersey. Jersey. Of all places. Oh, this is making a lot of sense. And then he loses okay. in, the, in the tournament finals to the said Jersey kid. It's a tragic is, story of the actual Karate Kid having to endure life's trials and losing on every turn. Plus, uh, nowadays it's not as important, but this is in the 80s. Why was the Karate Kid's mom single? What happened there? I'm sure, Shards, any, do you have any dark matter to spread upon <laughs> his single mom? <laughs> well, they were from Jersey, so. Well... That just means she was probably a streetwalker or worked at a Wawa. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Look, yeah, I, fuck you, single moms. No, that was Jersey, Rob. I'm saying fuck you, Jersey. You can't make a left turn in Jersey. Why does their steering wheels even go left if you can't turn left in Jersey? I hate New Jersey. That's right. I said it. You pried it out of me like uh, General What's-His-Name on A Few Good Men. I prefer Jersey just says thank you and tells me thank you for hating us because what we do in New Jersey is terrible. Your roads are shit. You can't turn left. Your wah-wahs are someone has to pump your goddamn gas. Yeah, I said it. You sprung me. I'm triggered. Fuck New Jersey. (laughs) Except for our (laughs) listeners. Except for our listeners in New Jersey. New Jersey can just suck it. Suck it. And you too, Miss Machio's kid, whatever your name. What was his name in the Karate Kid? Who knows? Screw you, Karate Kid's mom, but I love Mr. Miyagi. There is no fucking with Mr. Miyagi on this show. Agreed? Agreed. Hey, did you know that when my daughter was first born, the very first thing... I did not know that. I did not know that. Did you know that, Rob? The very first thing I thought of was that she looked a lot like Mr. Miyagi. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) 
So how did you relax while your wife was in labor? I'm just guessing here. Was it, uh, was Legs it, on. Was, it was it meditation <laughs> or did you maybe roll something or how did, wow. How'd that come about? My daughter looks like Mr. Miyagi. Oh, wait. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. That's a Miyagi, <laughs> baby, dude. <laughs> I don't want to laugh, but I cannot not laugh. <laughs> Holy shit. We've had a breakthrough here. I don't know what to do with that, Shards. Oh, that's not your kid. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's his kid. If you look at pictures of him back in the day, he was very Philip. But what? Show me again. I... I I feel like I I feel like I blanked out for a second. Let's see it again. Oh my god, you! <laughs> it's so fucking Mr. Miyagi. I'm so sorry. She's it was adorable. probably the best when when her hands were just flailing around and you just in your head just uh, wax, wax on, on wax, wax off. <laughs> yep. And when she was groggy. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, well, that's a Miyagi baby, dude. This dead end went nowhere from me. I was like, how did he come to that conclusion? You know, how he got there. She looks like Mr. Miyagi. Bless her heart. <laughs> She's an adorable young lady she, now. But she, she looks look- nothing like that now. But man, when she no, came she out all not. swollen and beat up, like. <laughs> she- <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, she just had to fight the other kids on her way out. Huh? <laughs> Cobra clit. <laughs> There's our long beat for the day. There's our long beat for the day. Oh, my God. No. Oh, but. I'll be damned if he ain't right. Whew. Anyway, where were we? I'm not, that was so incredible. Uh, yeah. Watch beer league with Artie Lang. If you're a listener of ours, you're probably got the same taste as us. And if beer league doesn't make you laugh, it's very over the top. It's got great people in it. A lot of famous people, including uh, Tina Fey's first movie uh, appearance. And who's the girl from uh, the psychiatrist from the Sopranos and also the, the wife in Goodfellas. I can never remember her name. She is so hot. Was Carmen so hot. Electra? No. Ooh. Yeah. Happy birthday. Carmen Electra. You manx you. <laughs> she, uh, she helped, uh, a lot of my laundry get starched back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> Where were we? <laughs> we're trying to figure out the wife's name in Goodfellas. What was her name? Come on. You're young ish. You're going to make me cheat and look this up. Look it up. I don't know. She's in it. She's a big star. When you hear her name, you're like, oh, she was in it. It must not be that shitty. Uh, her name is blah, 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 blah. It's streaming on Amazon Prime, by the way. Yes. Jennifer Melfi. Jennifer Melfi. No, that was her character name. Lorraine Bracco. Is it Lorraine Bracco? Yeah. No, that's somebody else. No. That's, that's not that's, her name. That's a psychiatrist from. That's not her name. Well, fuck with me, Mike. Rob, it ain't Lorraine Bracco. That ain't her name. <laughs> okay, what, what's the other one? Uh, Maybe it is Lorraine Bracco. I can see it. Got up this morning. Got a bad moon in my... Got up this morning. I don't know any of those names, by the way. Well, you're too damn young, uh, Shards. And you're probably too damn high, man. Are you, are you thinking of Karen Friedman Hill? No, I think you're right. Who was portrayed by Lorraine Bracco in the 1990 film yeah. Goodfellas? Rob, let me apologize. Directed by to you. Martin Sources. Okay. Scor- what? Martin who? Who did you say that was? <laughs> <laughs> who did you say that was, Rob? Go, go back. Who was the director? I can't remember. <laughs> Scorsese. <laughs> oh, Scorsese was so much better. 
Yes, it was Lorraine Bracco. You're right, and I apologize. I thought she had a much sexier name than Lorraine Bracco, but she's in she's in Beer League. It's a great movie that's very crude and entertaining. So watch Beer League if you can find it. We're just Amazon Plus is streaming. And the other movie I want to talk about, which is probably a boomer movie, but I'm not a boomer. Blah blah blah. Uh, All right, boomer. Oh, you know I hate that dude. Is uh only Rush boomers hour. hate it. I fucking oh, love that movie. Go on. Rush Hour. Rush Hour is a great movie. The fact you guys know that makes my heart sing. Yeah. Rush Hour. Chris Tucker, I thought was going to be bigger than Eddie Murphy. And I guess he had a falling out with Hollywood. And I guess he's a preacher now. I heard he's a man of the cloth. But, oh, Rush Hour is a masterpiece. It is a masterpiece. So if you haven't heard of Rush Hour, if you haven't watched it recently, please go back and watch Rush Hour. I miss Chris Tucker. I do, too. He was good in everything he did. Friday? Come on. The fifth element. Fifth oh, element. Oh God! I know that character's so wacky and shitty. He still nailed that character. Come in, and, come in my man. <laughs> and then rush hour. Tell him about G fourteen. Tell, t- t- tell him about G fourteen. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Do you understand the words coming out of my mouth? Yes. So, uh, listener, I think we got one now. No, actually, our our numbers are better than expected, and we are appreciative of all our listeners. Please go back and watch Rush Hour and uh, Dude, end he, up beer. Even league. the second Rush Hour was good. The second one was good. The third one jumped the shark, as we old people say. The third one, I'm not a fan of. Second one's good, and Jackie Chan is amazing. And I saw a picture of him recently. He is not young anymore. He, uh, yeah, you know how He's, Jackie okay, Chan got on. started. Hold on. Uh, Sure, I do. Delivering Chinese food in China, climbing walls and parkouring to the fourth floor of a Chinese house. How did he get started? I don't know. Porn. You are a lying sack of shit. <laughs> oh, no, that's that's facts, bro. Wait, Jackie wait. Chan has previously announced that Rush Hour 4 is currently in the works. Mm, no. With Chris Tucker. Mm, nope. Don't need it. Shouldn't. I have. need Chris Tucker in my life. He's I will old. take this. He's reformed Chris Tucker. Imagine Shard's not rolling joints trying Still to funny go back to the hood and be like check out what i do now they'll be like dude you were so great rolling airplane joints what is this it's good that's what's going to happen with chris tucker jackie chan is an old man he's not doing stunts and kicking ass anymore he's got arthritis like i do don't Wonder- shit on my dreams <laughs> this is not your dream this yeah, is your rob Havers. no i want this but i don't want that just watch rush hour one and two again and say that was wonderful you don't like Rush Hour 3? No, Rush Hour 3 sucked ass. Oh my God. Yeah, I'll stand by that. Rush Hour 3 sucked ass. One and two, great. Three, fuck that. Charge, what were you saying before Rob said there was a fourth? You said something interesting. Jackie Chan got started uh, in film as a porn star. All right, let's hear the punchline. No punchline? I figured with like what he does in uh, Big Trouble in Little China, where you like, you remember Another the scene? Banger. Yeah, another banger. Watch Big Trouble, Little China. You remember where he's like fucking with a shopping cart? All I remember is he's like beating someone with a shopping cart and then he like flips around and then like flips. You know how the shopping carts, when you stack them, it pushes the back of the shopping cart up and he like jumps through there and pops out the top of the shopping cart. Maybe in porn, he would like jump into the vulva and then like pop out the... What? <laughs> what? Ironically, his first uh, porn film had the same name as that film, which was Big, Big Trouble. Trouble. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a liar. 
Wait a second. You got to come clean. Are you fucking with me, Shards? This didn't happen. No, <laughs> that part well, I'm messing it, with you. But. If it was my porn with him, it'd be called Rush Hour. <laughs> <laughs> you have three seconds to breathe for minimum safety. Oh, two seconds. Sorry. Oh, my God. Well, so he are you telling are you are you standing behind the fact that he started in Chinese pornography? Yes. We're back back when it wasn't censored. I thought China since like Mao Zedong took over, you know. The name of the porn is so much worse than you could imagine. Oh, hang on. Should we <laughs> guess at it? I do you know what it is, Shards? I don't actually. Okay. Wait, do you wait, do you have the American name of what the porn is? Yes, Russ? I okay. do. Let's guess at it. Okay, it's a Chinese porn with a karate star that can do amazing acrobatics. What's I, really important to the Chinese? The Forbidden City. No. Uh, uh, the Great the the Great Vaginal Wall. No. Oh boy, shards. I don't know. Hang on. Uh, oh, cherry blossoms soiled. No. Dragon hymen. <laughs> no jesus christ oh i got this i got this how about it's fire? not a it's not a porn name of course not that's why we're guessing names that aren't porn names it's called crouching tiger hidden dragon <laughs> are you ready uh shards one more guess I don't have one. Hang on. Let me have one more guess. Chinese. The Great Vaginal Wall oh, of China. Oh, oh. They, <laughs> they remade it. Uh, they remade it a few years ago, and it's called Megalodon, bitch. Huh? Not Megalodon? Close, but no. Mm, okay. Drum roll. All in the family. You have got <laughs> to be fucking <laughs> shitting me. No. What? That's that's so like in China. 1975, Jackie Chan made a porno in 1975, and it's fucking called All in the Fucking Family. <laughs> yes. <laughs> can we end this conversation oh, now so, so I can still enjoy Rush Hour? Or are you going to read me the plot highlights? <laughs> oh man, let's see. I, oh. Keep in mind, I love Jackie Chan right now. Please don't ruin this for me. Oh man, let's see. It's so old, it doesn't have a plot. It just had a title and then just a bunch of... It was an orgy. <laughs> yeah, well, spoiler There's, alert. There isn't a whole lot about it. Uh, well, we have to get this. He said, I had to do anything I could to make a living 31 years ago, but I don't think it's a big deal. Even Marlon Brando used to be exposed in his movies, Chan said. Mm, the exposed? porn movie at the time was more conservative than current films, he said. Sure. Yeah, there's only one guy and one girl and a swing. <laughs> but uh the hong kong made movie directed by zoomu oh zoomu was defined as a comedy <laughs> oh of course it is chinese penises are always a comedy <laughs> oh shout out to our chinese listeners go on <laughs> that's that's it man that is okay that's yeah. all there is there's one Go-kart. thing i know about asians because i am asian no oh hole is too small <laughs> My tear duct, oh, no. my tear duct. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> What's the thing? Oh God, this is this is crazy. You just rocked my world with Jackie Chan. I don't disrespect him for it, but 
I had no idea. I can just see him bouncing around a porn set like he does in Big Trouble in Little China. Some poor cameraman and some woman with amazed eyes going, he's about the ceiling. He's off the bed. There goes off the chair. He did a backflip. Oh, he's back in her vagina. This is it's like it's like wrestling and gymnastics. I don't know. Now, did it ever say what his role was in that movie? No, but judging by the two still black and white images, I can probably say that it was uh, the lead actor. Uh, no, I'm on, uh, <laughs> 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 I'm on. I'm on Wikipedia right now, which is the Chinese version of Wikipedia, and Wikipedia says he was he was labeled as. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky P just says he was small penis number four. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, Ricky P just got taken down by the Chinese government. It's gone. Oh, don't try and Google it. It's gone. Oh, shit, guys. Well, I think we wasted enough of their fucking time this week. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Shout out to the truckers and all of our loyal listeners. We appreciate you guys tuning in. And uh, we're just going to get better and this is going to get funnier and it's free. Last time I checked to get an hour's worth of entertainment from three guys who really give a shit is not usually free and we're free. So thanks for listening. Please tell a friend, listen to the, what shards has a great statement after it's all over. Anybody got anything else to close with? I think we had a good time. I've had enough. Happy 420. Yeah, man. Now listen, 420 is not a holiday in Texas. Rob. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you. I'm out. <laughs> Hell. Good night, everybody. You heard the show. Now go follow the show. Go find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Be a friend. Tell a friend. And subscribe anywhere you find your podcast. Catch you on the next one. Yeah.